All right, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everyone. Today is Wednesday, July the 7th, 2021, and we have a ton of news to cover, so let's jump right into it. So first off, Robert Downey Sr., which is Robert Downey Jr.'s father, has died today at the age of 85. Again, unfortunate. He was, a, uh, from my understanding, a very good actor. I know that he did a lot of independent films, from my understanding, but again, we all know that his son ended up becoming Iron Man, and so... Uh, Again, as I say, 85 is still not a bad age to go, right? So, again, it's unfortunate, but may he rest in peace. Um, the next thing is that Trump announced a lawsuit against big tech companies for censoring him, saying, and I quote, if they can do it to me, they can do it to anyone else, end quote. Well, he's not wrong, to, to be honest with you. He's not wrong. I mean, he's correct about that in that regard. Now, the question then becomes... Uh, you know, is he doing this legitimately? Is he doing it for publicity? Uh, there are some lawyers that say he might in fact stand a chance, but allegedly the vast majority of lawyers are saying that lawyers that are choosing to speculate, right? Highly respected ones are saying he probably doesn't have a case. With that being said, folks, he could be doing it for a bit of both, a bit of publicity for a little bit of actually trying to fight. But again, it's it's hard to say. There's a lot of people that have lost faith in Trump, but at the same time, there's a lot of people that believe that he is in fact still sort of fighting, even if some people think, you know, he's profiting on the side. It is a, a cap capitalistic market so it's it's hard to say right the thing that comes down to it is this what is going to happen ultimately in the long run as the result of this lawsuit is it going to be a nothing burger or is it going to be a lawsuit that in fact will be a pain in uh mark zuckerberg and jack dorsey's thorn right because it's not that he it's not only that he's super rich trump again that's you know it, we can put the money part aside he's the former president so I feel like this lawsuit is going to get more media attention, but the question becomes, in my opinion, folks, how much is Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg focusing in on this? Because that is what will really tell how serious this is, right? Again, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't want to sit here and pretend like I have a legal understanding of this. But anyways, let's see what happens there. Uh, the next thing, and this is pretty damn big, I will say, is that Haiti's president has been assassinated. I'm sure some of you may have heard of this by now, just because uh, this is coming out a bit later in the day, but for those that don't know the details, uh, as of right now, from what we know publicly, he was assassinated in his home by an alleged armed group who proclaimed to be the DEA when approaching. Um, the interim prime minister has now authorized a state of emergency and uh, closed the borders of the country. And look, I mean, I, I, I get that. I understand that. I think he was in his mid-50s. I think 54, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, somewhere around there. And I mean, that's unfortunate, right? Because you think in a time of what would presume to be stability, even though there is chaos in the world and friction, you would think that it would be an appropriate time to, in fact, keep things civilized. With that being said, my God, the uh, what happened from my understanding is that the guards let their their um, their guard down, really, uh, because these mercenaries or assassins were acting as the DEA. And many are speculating, is this an intelligence operation? Very well could be. And if it is, I can guarantee you, unless there's some type of total fluke or coincidence, we will never be able to tie this back to anyone. I'm not saying it's the CIA, but let's consider the different um, the different uh, avenues or routes here. Could it have been another African country or another country of, you know, where there were issues between that nation and Haiti? Sure, because again, every country has their own intelligence operatives and agents. Just because they're not as strong as the CIA or the MI6 or the Mossad doesn't mean that they're not as effective, right? There's some, it's just that, you know, they have much more resources, the bigger, the bigger players or 
the bigger uh, boys, as they call them. But ultimately, when you look at this, it's like, my God, this could have been anything. I mean, I think on the back end, even people in the intelligence community are still sifting through the data at the moment. Um, usually, that's how it t tends to generally work. You got to process of elimination, figure out who did it. Now, again, I don't want to point fingers because this could have been anyone. It, it, even if we had two or three different options of who it could have been in terms of an agency, an organized crime group, a government, and it, think about that, folks. The fact that I have to put governments and agencies up with organized crime groups, <laughs> that's kind of scary. But anyways, if there were a couple different options to look at, I would speculate. I honestly would. But this goes into so many different directions that, again, I don't want to start making crap up and we start imagining things and then, you know, it becomes it, it's still a nothing burger, right? The next thing is that the FBI said that the January 6th Capitol riot leader had a fully built Lego setup of the Capitol in his home and allegedly of uh, the White House as well. Here's the problem I have, folks. What are we going to do now? In the sense of like people online started, but they kind of make a point. Um, someone on Twitter wrote, and this is kind of funny, that what's this going to become? Uh, when they're being arrested, you have the right to, you know, when they say you have the right to remain silent, uh, to have an attorney present and all that. Uh, imagine uh, someone said you have the right to assemble Legos. Anything you uh, shape from the Legos can and will be used against you in a court of law. So the point that these people are trying to make by making that joke is saying, okay, so the FBI comes out and says that one of the alleged leaders or at least one of the people that was in the physical in the front line of this riot had a lego con construction of their of the the capital at home at their house so if i have a lego construction of a what of a plane i have to quickly disassemble it because if i'm ever implicated in a crime it can mean that my legos are like do you see what i'm th this is ridiculous folks Again, I understand the general idea of what the FBI is trying to do, but I really feel like this is propaganda. You're telling me he had a, a, a structure of the of the capital of his country in his home built out of Legos, and that is what would give you uh, evidence to support a conspiracy that he was trying to ransack the capital and and insurrect it. I mean, maybe he in fact was. That's not for me to say, but I don't think the Lego thing is a, the Lego or the uh, Lego construct is a. Uh, <laughs> is proof that you would say to a judge your honor my god he got the he got the lego in his house he's got that lego man and it's built too like what so anyways you folks see what i'm saying at this point but anyways that i i find that quite ridiculous i i try to look at it from the left perspective from the right perspective it's all being worded the same way so clearly this is a it seems like a slip up from the fbi to be honest with you the next thing is that former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is being criticized for criticizing critical race theory. Now, there have been some people, again, it is complicated. We covered this two or three weeks ago briefly, but it's been ramping up more. So, for example, there was one video, and again, this could be anecdotal, granted, but there was one video where there was an African-American uh, father who said his wife was Caucasian white, and he said he goes, he went to a town hall, I forgot where, but it was in the U.S., and he said to the um, the school, there was a school council uh, town hall assembly to discuss this issue, and one of the fathers, very politely and respectfully, I saw the video, he stood up, he said, listen, you're, tell, you're teaching my kid in school to hate my wife because she's white. Now, again, before we move on, I want to be very careful about this because critical race theory, it's being interpreted in many different ways. And I do see both sides. I really, really do. With that being said, I don't really have much of an opinion except for the fact that if you're a parent, let's just think about it from the perspective of, in this case, this African-American gentleman. You're a parent, right? You're a father. Your kid comes home, your daughter, your son, whatever. And then all of a sudden they say, at school, they told us to not like mommy because she's white. Now, again, this is presuming that this is an accurate depiction of that incidence. If it's not, 
then again, I will gladly step back and say, okay, maybe we need to reevaluate this. But again, like I said, with critical race theory, it's, it's all being interpreted in different ways and, and that's it. So, um, okay. So let's take a look here. What's next? Uh, Facebook is going to ban anyone who's charged, not convicted, but charged in connection with the riot at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. And Facebook may, in fact, start, quote, fact checking, end quote, because that's what they call it, claims that the riot was staged. Again, you guys know where I stand on that. I don't think I need to cover that too often. I do believe that, again, in a capitalist, capitalistic market, technically Facebook could do whatever they want. They're a private company. But at the same time, there has to come a point where when do they become the moral arbiter of truth and things like that? Again, we could tie this back to Trump's lawsuit. We could tie this back to the FBI with the legal thing that we just mentioned. So, again, it... it it comes down to perspective and opinion. And again, folks, this is the problem, unfortunately, when the technology is moving faster than the culture can, right? The, 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 the mass culture at a mass level, not just in the West, but around the world. The uh, next thing is that Tokyo has declared themselves a virus state, a virus state of emergency, excuse me, not a virus state. That would be interesting. <laughs> uh, just two weeks before the start of the Olympics. Again, there's a lot of people saying they're not excited for the Olympics. A lot of people saying they're not going to watch it. Uh, so I believe some athletes pulled out. There was a big story about that, if I'm not mistaken. I At this point, folks, I don't know what to say. If the athletes want to go, they've been vaccinated. That's their choice. If Tokyo feels they need to declare this a state of emergency, sure. But if people still go and watch, then it is what it is. What can I say, right? What can we all say? It, it's true. Because um, I'm not going to dilly-dally like the mainstream media does. Oh, well, if we look at this and we look at that, maybe it's safe. No. If people want to go, they go. If they don't, they don't. If someone catches a flu or a virus or something, they do it. I mean... It, I don't mean to sugarcoat or black and white, uh, make it black and white that way, but what else are we going to do? <laughs> it's true. Um, it's either that or cancel the Olympics. Uh, the next thing is that the state of Pennsylvania, by the way, folks, I will be covering otherworldly news shortly. Uh, the state of Pennsylvania is now initiating a full forensic audit of the 2020 election. Um, we know that this happened in Arizona as well, and I believe the audit in Arizona was finished. I don't know if it was considered complete per se um, in terms of like the validation, but again, it does have a an overarching concept that fraud vitriates everything in the sense of if there's even a handful of cases of fraud, it means that the whole thing has to be revamped. Again, in pure theory, yes. In reality, I don't think it'll happen, but, you know. Uh, the next thing is that the, uh, by the way, speaking of the Pennsylvania audit, it'll be interesting to see what comes of that. But, uh, the next thing is that the ever given ship or evergreen, I'm not sure which one it is folks, to be honest. I don't know if it, one of them's a, uh, subsidiary company of one, but anyways, the ship that was stuck in the Suez canal is, uh, finally on its uh, way out after three months of it being in that blockade or being a blockade. Um, so we'll see what, uh, <laughs> what happens there. If it draws any, uh, middle fingers or penises again, as it, as it did. For those who don't know very quickly, it drew a middle finger or a penis, depending how you see it or how you view it, um, from the aerial satellite map radar before it went into the canal. So it was kind of funny. Uh, I mean, that it was viewed, it was able to be viewed by that satellite. The next thing is that China has reportedly eliminated nearly all public WeChat accounts created and run by LGBTQ plus groups at Chinese colleges and feminist organizations in an overnight crackdown. Okay. I want to be vigilant of this because I don't want to defend China, but we also have to remember that the Western media is really bad when it comes to propaganda, right? So again, could they be putting a half-truth here? Very possible. But at the same time, with the actions of the CCP th that they have made public, it's I mean, I would dare to say this is legit. Now again, I don't agree with this in my personal opinion for the simple fact that, look, 
I'm I'm a very simple person. I have nothing against gays, trans people. Again, if it doesn't if it does not affect my life, I have no issue with it whatsoever. Why do you have to go after these people? And I understand that the CCP and many other regimes around the world say, you know, transgenders, lesbians, uh, gay, you, gays, you name it, is uh, a weakening. It shows weak uh, weakness and things like that. But you know what, folks? I'll be honest with you. If if I were to give a, a an alien comparison, uh, you don't. It doesn't seem like once you get advanced enough, you need to be physically strong in order to be a, a more dominant species. Now, again, it would be a bit of an advantage, but if you're so technologically advanced, I mean, so advanced, it it wouldn't. Uh, this whole thing of perception of weakness and the you know pertaining uh, very lightly to the military, it makes our whole country look bad. And this and that. I don't. I don't. I don't stand with that personally. Like I said, I. I I have a lot of friends who are gay, lesbian, and a handful of trans friends, nicest people you'll ever meet. They, you know, uh, they don't push their views onto me. I don't push my views onto them. We respect each other, and that's it. We agree on a lot of things, and we disagree on a lot of things, right? Um, that's the beauty of it. But the, the best part, I believe, is that we can all still get along. We don't need to let politics divide us, right? Anyways, the next thing is that Russian state hackers have allegedly breached the Republican National Committee uh, servers last week, according to Bloomberg. Okay, first off, I I don't again let's this is according to to Bloomberg mainstream media outlet let's just break this down very quickly assuming this report is true because if it's not because we know Bloomberg has lied before as because they all bank off each other right but um, assuming this report is true I would imagine that the Russians and that's a big if that the Russian hackers are trying to um, disseminate more division while they can within the Republican servers. I don't know, maybe they're looking for a particular document. But again, this is assuming they actually hacked and got in. At this point, we are literally going off the word of the mainstream media, and that doesn't mean much. So uh, the next thing is that there was literally like 20 minutes before I started recording this, an explosion at the Jebel Ali airport in Dubai, which was caused by... Um, an explosion on a container ship uh, so they had to close it down but it seems that they've addressed and found what it is so that's not that's that's good um, a college student was killed by a stray bullet while riding a Chicago train and that's very unfortunate just goes to, he's I think he was 20 years old 21 years old and um, I'm not kidding seemed like a like a, a good kid based on the grades and things like that academically maybe he was involved in other things but look you're riding a train to go to school and you get shot in the head from a mass distance away by a, by a gun I don't think that that was precisely a precise murder in any way shape or form right but again I, I could be wrong but I think it is honestly an innocent uh, sort of uh, situation there which is so unfortunate too though uh, the next thing is that the New Zealand tester has said that the government will be chasing out unvaccinated people this can be interpreted in many different ways this could be interpreted in a very strong way negatively strong and enforcing way or in a very loose way it's hard to say. I know some of you are from New Zealand that watch the show. Uh, you know who you are. And uh, there's also some others too. So again, maybe if you want to clarify in the YouTube comments what this pertains to specifically or if this was literally just a statement as simple as that. Um, the next thing is that the Inter-American Commission on Human Rights, Jesus, whenever I see these American commissions, no offense, guys, no offense to my very good American friends, but whenever I see a, a commission or a world council that, that is controlled by the US or Canada or anywhere in the West... Or NATO, I get cold feet. But anyways, the Inter-American Commission on Human Rights said that the Colombian government used excessive force during the protests. Yeah, no shit. Pretty obvious. I don't know why I took a commission to realize that. But anyways, all you got to do is look at the phone footage. But, you know, the next thing is that there were a barrage of rockets fired at an Iraq airbase housing U.S. troops and two have been wounded. Again, 
goes back to the same concept. Should we be there or not? Should the West be there? Should certain European countries be there or not? Is there an exit plan? If there isn't, then do, do, do certain nations really not care because they want to get out that badly? These are legitimate questions. So again, it's unfortunate these things happen, but the Middle East is known for this type of unfortunate terrorism, even though the Middle East geographically and physically is a, a beautiful place with its, its landmarks and everything. It, it's unfortunate, right? It's unfortunate. And imagine these soldiers, right? You're just there doing your job and uh, these rockets come down on you. So the next thing is that Sweden's Lofven, hopefully I said his name correctly, has been re-elected prime minister in a very narrow par parliamentary uh, vote. Well, hey, a win is still a win. I don't know his politics, to be honest with you folks. But again, if he won, I, I'm not sure how Swedish politics works specifically. So I'm not going to pretend like I do. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if maybe this was a, a political thing or if the people wanted him back or if there's a uh, there was a 50-50 general division amongst the people of Sweden like there is in a lot of countries around the world right now politically. So the next thing is that Lithuania is planning to build a wall or a barrier. I guess it's this. I guess depends. It's the same concept, but uh, on the Belarus border amid a migrant crisis. Look, if, if they feel there's a crisis and they want to, I don't want to use the word per protect but if they want to lock up their country or isolate it from these migrants that they don't want look maybe that might not be the right thing morally or ethically but it is their country and it's unfortunate but you know uh at the same time it could also not be unfortunate it could in fact be it could be good because there may in fact be some you know international terrorists because it's true folks unfortunately now nowadays these international terrorists they go from belarus to canada to brazil to they jump all over the place they're not just in one country right and just as much as technology has evolved for the surveillance state of the governments to, you know, hopefully, I say that carefully and somewhat sarcastically, to hopefully target and take them out, they have technology too, just like we do to travel internationally as well. Just like the cartels have so much money now, they've been buying high-tech uh, submarines and things like this to, to smuggle drugs and stuff. So, you know, it's, uh, it's that overall concept, right? The next thing is that Russia has recovered the bodies of nine of the plane crash victims. I believe the total was 28 people on board, if I'm not mistaken. But anyways, uh, at least some bodies are being recovered so the families can mourn. Honestly, this is the only thing I could say, truthfully. Um, the next thing is that the Gates Foundation has a breakup backup plan, which gives Bill and Melinda a, quote, two-year trial run, end quote. Not a, not a court trial, like a trial of uh, them attempting to run the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation together. Uh, but if not, after, I think, two years, then she has to go, but she will be receiving, uh, I, I guess, like... I don't want to say payouts, but benefits, things like that. I don't think she, no, she definitely doesn't need the money. That's for sure. But, um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. Again, this is just being reported because of who they are. Right. And also they, I'm sure they got their lawyers on both sides going nuts with this, with this divorce case. And the lawyers are making great money. Uh, the real winners in this Bill and Melinda divorce uh, thing are the lawyers. It's true. As, as is the case with, <laughs> I think all divorces really, uh, some of you folks may, may know, unfortunately, but the final thing is that Peter Vries, who is a high-profile crime Dutch reporter, has helped police, who has helped police solve tons of organized crime cases, has been found shot and is fighting for his life in the hospital. Well, this is unfortunate because the the unfortunate thing that I see here in this situation is that this is the sadness of journalism when you get involved in a very serious way you you put your life at in in danger not just within organized crime but even within government like i said at the beginning of this episode the fact that i have to correlate organized crime with government and different institutional agencies is scary in and of itself but again to be honest with you folks as well i 
I don't want to say this the wrong way, but if you become an organized crime reporter or a reporter wanting to focus on organized crime your entire career, you better expect to, to make some enemies. And it's true, right? So with that being said, folks, that is all for today. We will catch all of you very, very soon. Uh, I hope everyone's doing well and uh, we'll catch everyone for some members and public episodes. Cheers.